Today's daf is Baba Kama daf Peites. And we are a little bit behind. We are two lines from the bottom of daf Peches Ahmed Aleph. The two dots, Cheres Shoite Vekaton, Pekiyas Ra, an emphasis on Vechul. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu B'nei Yisrael Hanesunu Matzaru Vashiv. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos for Shulema for Yeshua Ben Miriam and Ve'ilu Nishmas Pinchas Ben Avra. So, the topic of today's daf is the sugya of Kinyan Peiros ki Kinyan Agof. Now, how Kinyan Peiros ki Kinyan Agof makes its way into Perak HaChoyvo, that we're going to see in the course of the Gemara. But, as an introduction to the daf, we need to become a little bit re-familiar with the Machlikis and Shas, Kinyan Peres Kikinyan Haguftami, or Kinyan Peres Lav Kikinyan Haguftami. So the setup of a Kinyan Peres Kikinyan Haguf, Shaila, is where you have two partners. One person owns an asset, and the other person owns the income that the asset produces. So, for example, Ruven owns a field, Shimon owns the Peres that the field produces. Ruvein, because he owns the field, has a Kenyan Agov. Shimon, because he owns the payros that the field produces, has a Kenyan payros. The Amiram debated whether Ruvein is considered to be the primary bylam of this asset or whether Shimon is considered to be the primary bylam of this asset. Do we say that the one that owns the Kenyan Agov He's the Iker Bailam, or do we say the one that owns the Kenyan Peiros, he's the one that is the Iker Bailam? Kenyan Peiros ki Kenyan Aguf Dami means that the one that has the Kenyan Peiros, he's the primary Bailam. Kenyan Peiros love ki Kenyan Aguf Dami means that the one that has the Kenyan Peiros is not the Iker Bailam. Fakir, the one that has the Kenyan Aguf, he's the one that has the Iker Bailam. Now, the specific context of Kenyan Peres Ke Kenyan Aguftami that our sugya is going to talk about is as it relates to a husband and a wife, specifically with regards to Nechsin Milok. So a woman that gets married and brings money, Nechasin, into her marriage, there are two ways to categorize that money push it from a halakhic accounting perspective. One would be as nechse milog, and the other would be as nechse tzoyim barzal. And there are major nafkeminas in halacha, whether the money is viewed as nechse milog, or whether the money is viewed as nechse tzoyim barzal. The halachas of nechse milog state that a woman that brings nechassim into a marriage, she retains full ownership of those nechassim, stating that her husband has schusim in those assets. The schusim that he has is that he gets to eat the pears. So, for example, if the asset was a field that had trees on it that produced fruit, she, the woman, would be considered the owner of the field, the owner of the trees. The husband would get to eat the fruit. If the asset was a rental property, she owns the property, but he gets to deposit the rental checks every month. The woman is considered to be the owner of the guf. The husband is considered to be the owner of the paris. 
The other way to classify nechassim that a woman brings into a marriage is as nechzitzayim barzal. In the event that that's the way it was classified, then what we say from a mechanical perspective is that the woman no longer owns the asset. She writes over the entire asset, side the guf, side the Paris, to her husband. Stating that, what we do is we calculate what the value of the asset is at the time of the marriage, and we put that into the ksuba so that whenever the time comes, if the time comes, that the woman is going to collect her ksuba, she becomes an amana, she becomes a grusha. Not only will she get the mono masayan that every woman is entitled to, not only will she get any toysus ksuba that the husband decided at the goodness of his heart to give his wife, but in addition to that, she would also get reimbursed dollar for dollar, whatever it was that she brought into the match. But in the interim period, she has no ownership in these nechassim. These nechassim belong wholly and exclusively to her husband. Now, you could see why this Indian would relate to the sugya of Kenyan Paris, because in the event that a woman brings not but over there she retains ownership of the gulf. It's the husband that retains ownership of the payroys. He has a Kenyan Aguf. She has a Kenyan Aguf. He has a Kenyan Paris. Thus you have a, a classic standoff of a Kenyan Paris versus a Kenyan Aguf. Thus, if you wanted to know who's the primary owner of the Nechsemelog, it would seem very reasonable as an initial stab to say, I don't know, it should be totally in the Machlokes of Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguf, or Kenyan Paris, love Kenyan Aguf. If Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Aguf, so the husband has the Kenyan Paris, he's the primary Bailam. If Kenyan Paris is love Kenyan Aguf, so it's the Isha that has the Kenyan Aguf, she would be the primary Bailam. The bottom line is, our Suya is very much going to discuss the sugya of Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguftami, as it relates specifically, not exclusively, but specifically to the laws of Nechsemelog. One thing that's kedai to know, it's a spoiler alert, but we're allowed to know this. We're more than halfway through Shas here in the 14th Machser. Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguf, Allah, Kenyan Aguf is a machloikis, Rabbi Yechon, Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yechon holds Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Aguf Dami, Rish Lakish holds Kenyan Paris is Lav, Kenyan Aguf Dami, and this is one of the three places in Shas where we paskin like Rish Lakish. So we had the Al Kagan not so long ago, one of the six times that we paskin like Abaya over Rabba. There's three times we paskin like Rish Lakish over Rabbi Yechon. This is one of those three. We paskin Kenyan Paris is Lav, Kenyan Aguf Dami. With that introduction, so after Hail of Yomar, Ime the Rav Shmuel so the Gemara begins with a story. The mother of Rav Shmuel Bar Abba Me'agrunya was married to Rav Abba. Now the story was where this woman that was married to Rav Abba had had Rav Shmuel Bar Abba Me'agrunya from a different marriage. It's a little tricky because Rav Shmuel Bar Abba's father is Abba and Reb Shmuel Bar Abba's mother is married to Reb Abba. So it certainly sounds like this father, pun intended, is the same Abba. But the truth is, it's not. So he made Reb Shmuel Bar Abba Mehagrunya from another marriage, have his Nesibo Leid Rabba. 
Saftinu Lenichsei, the Rav Shmuel Bar Abba Bira. What happened was this woman took her Nechsimalog and she wrote it over in a star and she said that I want this to belong to my son, Rav Shmuel Bar Abba. After this woman died, also Rav Shmuel Bar Abba came to Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba. So Rav Shmuel Bar Abba came to Rav Yirmiya Bar Abba. This is another Abba. And said that. I know that my mother had given me my nachsamalog. I even have it in writing. As long as my mother was alive, I couldn't really benefit from it because what's the halach of nachsamalog? Although the woman owns it, but at the same time, the Baal is oichel peris. But now that my mother's not alive anymore, so technically I should be entitled to take the nechsimelog, and it's something that I want. Meaning that marriage was terminated, so as far as I'm concerned right now, the nechsimelog belongs to me. Something Gemara says that when Rav Shmuel Barabba went to Rav Yirmiya Barabba, he told him, you're 100% right, this is something that you're entitled to, you can take it. Now just to be clear, even though the halacha is that when a woman dies, her husband yarshins her, just basic hilchas nachlis, is but over here, the woman had already given this asset away before she had died. So although had she had the field, this nechsamalog, whatever it was, at the time that she died, the husband would have gotten it now. Not mitzad, his chusim that he has a nechsamalog, but simply as a yoyrish, but he already gave it away. And being that he gave it away, it's no different than any father that gives away his nechasim before he dies, even though his sons are entitled to yashinim. But if he doesn't have it anymore, then there's nothing to yashin. So basically, Reb Shmuel Bar Abba is tining that I already got this before my mother passed away. And as a result, even though Baal is Yerush Ishtai, but it's too late. This is something that I'm entitled to. Also, Reb Abba, it's Reb Abba who was the husband of he went and he told Rabbi Yishia everything that happened, meaning he wasn't so happy. He thought that he was going to be the one that was going to get the Nechzimalog. So he repeats to Rabbi Yishia the Psaq. And Rabbi Yishia went and he repeated the Psaq to Rabbi Yehuda. So when Rabbi Yehuda heard the Psaq, he disagreed. He vehemently disagreed. He said, I'm going to tell you what my grace Rabbi Shmuel said. This is Rabbi Yehuda, who was a Talmud Muvak of Shmuel. A woman that sells her nechsimelog while her husband is alive, meaning she sells the guf, her nechsimelog, she can't sell the Paris, but what it is that she owns, she sells. Umesa, and then she dies. The halach is the husband has a right to go and take the nechsimelog away from the lekeah. Well, if that's the case, then this woman who went and gave the nechsimelog over to her son is no different than a isha shemachra benechsimelog bechayibayla. Where the halacha is that now if she dies, so in this case, Rab Abba would be allowed to take the Nechsimalug away from his stepson, Rab Shmu Bar Abba Mehagunyo. So Rab Yirmiya Bar Abba, when he saw this psaq, he says, Yeah, for sure, the son, Rab Shmu Bar Abba, is entitled to this. He got the Nechsimalug, she gave it away, she had a right to give away the goof of the Nechsimalug. Although she couldn't give away the Paris Beseder. But now that she died, so this marriage was terminated. So there's no Baal Eichel Paris anymore. So now it's a question of whether or not she had a right to give what 
she gave away? And the answer was yes. And therefore, the halacha is that he's going to keep it. Rabbi Yehuda disagreed. Rabbi Yehuda said that Shmuel said, And that's exactly what happened in this case. And therefore, this asset, the Nechsa is not going to belong to Rabbi Shmuel Baraba, but rather it's going to belong to her husband, his stepfather. It's going to belong to Rabbi So the Gemara says, they told Rabbi Yehuda Baraba what Rabbi Yehuda Paskin. And they said that you should know Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with your psak. Um, so he told them, I know Rabbi Yehuda, he's the God of Adar. And he was Makabu from his Rebbe Shmuel, who was also the God of Adar. But I have to tell you, I know Masnisi Adana. And at the end of the day, we know Shmuel and certainly Rabbi Yehuda are not Tanu Bali. So although I understand that I'm going up against Ashley Ravravi, but at the same time, and based on the Mishnah that I know, I'm pretty sure that my psak is the right psak. Now, let's just precap what Yirmiya Barab is about to do. He's going to prove from a Mishnah that the halacha is that Kenyan Paris is Lavke Kenyan Aguftami. In fact, the Mishnah that he's going to bring as we'll see, is the source of the Machlokes Rabbi Yochan and Rish Lakish. And he's going to feel, as all the Amayram did, that Rish Lakish's Havana in that Mishnah is the more proper Havana. That's why we pass him like Rish Lakish. That Kenyan Paris is not Kenyan Agof Dami. And basically, what Yirmi Abba is about to say is that being that Kenyan Paris is Lav Kenyan Agof Dami, I don't see why. What this woman did is something that she didn't have a right to do. This is the whole first part of the sukkah. Bishloim of Kenyan Paris would be Kenyan Agoftami. So that would mean that every Nechzimaluk situation, who's the Iker Bailem? It's the husband that's the Iker Bailem. So therefore, she should be limited in terms of what she's able to do with it. So she wants to take something that she's not the Iker Bailem in and sell it so that... After she dies, the Mekkah is going to be a proper Mekkah. Or she wants to go ahead and give it over to her son, bequeath it. It's not something that she has the right to do because all she has is the Kenyan Haguf and Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Haguf. But if you hold Kenyan Paris is not Kenyan Haguf, that means that she's the Iker Bailam. And to the extent that she's the Iker Bailam, so it'd be something that she would have a right to do. In other words, Rabbi Yirmiya Barabba is about to say that. To me, this noise is totally in Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Agof, Lafke, Kenyan Agof, Dami. And really, when I issued my psak, what I was saying was, is Kenyan Paris, Lafke, Kenyan Agof, Dami. And I know that from a Mishnah, the same Mishnah that Rishlokish knew it from. The same Mishnah, which ultimately is the Tufta, the Rabbi Yochim, Tufta. Meaning, it's the Mishnah that the Amayram understood was more mashma, more misnabba like Rishlokish. And therefore, I said the psak that I said. Bottom line is, what is this Mishnah? Ditnan. We learned in a Mishnah. If somebody has Mechassim, and he wrote in a star that I'm giving it over to my son, meaning after the father dies, he wants his son to be able to have these Mechassim, meaning... As long as the father's alive, the father wants to have all the benefit of these nechassim. He wants to be the proverbial Eichel Paris. But at the same time, the guf he's giving over to his son, so that after he dies, then the son is going to have everything. So right now, as long as the father's alive, during this interim period, the son, because he already received this gift, technically is the owner of record as it relates to the guf asset, but as it relates to the Paris, 
It's only going to go into effect the Achamoisa. Says the Mishnah, Haben, the son, if he wants to sell these Nechasim, he can't. Because the father owns the payers. If the father wants to sell, he can't sell them. Because he already wrote over it. Let's say the father goes and sells them. But only up until he dies. Meaning, he could sell the payers, but until he dies. Once he dies, the son was already zaych in it, and it's going to belong to the son. Macharaben, if the son sells it, the halach is, the mechira is worthless, because he has no schus in the Paris. What are you selling? Essentially the Paris. And therefore, it doesn't go into effect. Once the father dies, at that point, now the son is entitled to the king of Paris as well. That's when this Mechir is going to be cha. Says Rabbi Yirmiya Barab. This is the mission. Now, when the father dies, at that point, the Loikeach, who bought from the son, is going to get the asset. Now, it's mashma. That this would be true even if the son died before the father died. Meaning, when the Mishnah says that if the son sells it, the halacha is that the mechira would go into effect when the father dies, it's mashma, simply because the Mishnah didn't say to the contrary, that this would be true regardless of whether the son is alive at the time that the father dies, or the son dies before the father dies. Meaning, even if the son dies while the father is alive, where it never came physically into the Rishnus of the son, still the halacha is that the mechira will be a mechira when the father dies. And this understanding, says the Gemara, is corruption of Ben Lakish. It's like Rish Lakish's understanding. It doesn't matter if the son died while the father was alive so that it never came to the Rishos of the son. And it doesn't matter if the father died before the son died where it came to the Rishos of the son. said, You want to know the Mishnah that I know? It's the Mishnah of Baba Basra, where the Mishnah discusses a father that gave over his nechassim to his son, but he only wants his son to have full benefit of the nechassim. He wants him to have the Paris only after he dies. So the halachi is that in the interim, the son owns the gof, the father owns the Paris. Each one can't sell it because each one is only a, a chatzidah. Stating that each person could sell it so that when he owns 100% of it, it's going to go into effect. The part of the Mishnah we need is, in the event that the son sells it, so the halach is, right now nothing is chal, until the father dies. Once the father dies, then the mechira is going to go into effect. And it's mashma from the stimas ha-mishnah, that if the son sells it, then when the father dies, the lekeach is going to be koina, even the peiros. And that's true, even if the son dies, before the father dies, meaning even though the son technically never had one minute during his lifetime when he had the Kenya Paris. If the father dies first, so then the moment the father dies, the son is Zoicha in the Kenyan Paris because that was the deal. If the son dies before the father dies, that means all the son ever had was a Kenyan Agov. Now, from the fact that the Mishnah is mashed, it's not a furish, but from the Stimus Mishnah, it's mashed, like Mishlokish learned the Mishnah, says the Gemara, that the Mechira of the son will be a Mechira for when the father dies, even if the son is never Zaycha. 
That means, despite the fact that the son never had a Kenyan Beiris at any moment, still he had the ability, he had the capacity to sell. Now, obviously, he couldn't make the Mechiru go into effect for the Kenyan Beiris before he had the Kenyan Beiris. A Baham Mia, he had Beiris to be able to effectuate a Kenyan so that when he's going to be entitled to the Beiris, then it will go into effect, despite the fact that at the time that he effectuated the Kenyan, all he had was a Kenyan Agop. He didn't have a Kenyan now the Gemara is going to be very Meirich, and the Gemara is going to give us another 15 lines of this. But we can speak it out by already. What do you see from this understanding of the Mishnah? That whoever has the Kenyan Aguf is the Iker That Kenyan Paris is like the Kenyan Aguf Dami. Because if you're going to tell me that Kenyan Paris is the Kenyan Aguf Dami, and it's the one that has the Kenyan Paris that is considered to be the one that's the Iker well then this son should have had no ability to sell until he got hold of the Kenyan Paris. The fact that he could sell it, even though he never has the Kenyan Paris, is a raya that the one that has the Kenyan Paris is not the Iker Bailam, but rather he's the one that's the Iker Bailam. Again, Rabbi Yirmiya Baraba, we spoke this out before, right? Speaking it out again. It's just proving from this mission that Kenyan Paris is Lav Kenyan Aguf Tami. And if that's the case, a woman should be able to sell a Nachsam look because she has the Kenyan Aguf. The only thing getting in the way would be the Kenyan Paris of the husband. Well, if Kenyan Paris is Lav Kenyan Aguf Tami, it shouldn't be a problem. This Mishnah says Rabbi Yirmiya Barabba proves that Kenyan Paris is Lafki Kenyan Aguftami. Now, does it unequivocally prove it? No. It proves it if you learn like Rish Lakish, that when we say Machar Haben, it's going to be Chal when the father dies, even if the son dies before the father dies. So at no point in time did he ever have a Kenyan Paris. All he ever had was a Kenyan Aguf. So he said, Maris, a Kenyan Aguf is enough to sell. Yenim's Kenyan Paris is not enough to get in the way of being able to sell it. Thus, we have a Makar here that Kenyan Paris is not Kenyan Aguf. Again, the Gemara is going to speak through at length one of the themes of Parak The Gemara is very, very wordy. But the Gemara now is going to speak through at length what we just said. The Itmar. Here's a little bit of background. What would be if the son sold what was given to him by his father? And then the son died while the father was alive. In that case, you don't have that of the Mishnah. That Lokech is going to be coined after the father dies. Reish Lokech says that Lokech is When did the Mishnah say that if the son sells it? Is not but implied as the But when the father dies, Lokeach is going to get it. That's only true. If the son didn't die, the Asili they have it. So that at that point, when the father died, the son was Zoich and the Kenyan Paris. That's why he had the ability to go through with this But if the son dies, the Loy Asili the Ben. So that the son never had a moment when he was koino ki mayus of nami less other Then the is that when the father dies, tloikeach is not going to get it. Almakosafer. This is Rabbi Yechonon talking. What do you see from Yechonon's understanding of the Mishnah? Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguf Dami. That Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Aguf. Vechizavin lavdi dezavin. And therefore, when the son sold it initially, being that all he had was a Kenyan Aguf, it wasn't a Mechir. The only way this Mechir would go into effect, even when the father dies, is if the son is alive. Because at that moment, now you have to know Lambda's how this works, but that's for Baba Basra, Kuflam Advav. At that moment, when the father dies, now the son has Sai the Kenyan Aguf and Sai the Kenyan Paris, and therefore the Mechiru can go into effect. That's the way Rabbi Yechon understood the Mishnah. That no, that is that even if 
the son dies bechayah of siloi kech is going to be kainik's kik tani masisa macher aben engloi kech hachi yamazav. What did the Mishnah mean when it said that if the son sells it, siloi kech doesn't get until the father dies? Abikimayis of mios is siloi kech, but when the father dies, siloi kech is going to be kainik. That's true. Loishna loy mesa ben bechayah of dasli other the ben. That's true. If the son didn't die bechayah of, so that the son was zayichin it. That's the easy case. Abikvaloishna also mesa ben bechayah of loy asli other the ben kanalikech, but it's also going to be true if the son dies of, so that the son never had any chalik in it, it doesn't matter. Still the mechira is going to be chal. Ah, he never had anything in it. Amal kasavitz, because we shall kashal, it's kinyan peris, is lav kinyan agrof, dami. Kinyan peris is lav kinyan agrof, vechi kazavin, didei kazavin. And when the son sold it initially, what he was selling really belonged to him. Either way, this is the background to this Mishnah, and that's where Yirmiya was coming from. He learned the Mishnah like Mishlakish, and because he learned the Mishnah like Mishlakish, so it's mefura. Vur or Mafurish. In this Mishnah, not Mafur, it is Mafur. But you see in this Mishnah that Kenya Paris is love Kikinya Naguftami, and if Kenya Paris is love Kikinya Naguftami, I don't see why this Isha shouldn't have a right to sell or lack some And that was the Makar to Rabbi Yirmiya Barabbas Psak. Now before we go back, Rabbi Yudu was Chayelik. Why was Rabbi Yudu Chayelik? So maybe Rabbi Yudu was Chayelik because he holds Kenya Paris is Kikinya Naguftami. Learning the Gemara in real time. You could definitely learn that way. It's Rabbi Yirmiya, but Rabbi says, I know my sins are done. Ich weiß am Mishnah. Danke, Mishnah. Bava Basu Kuflam and Vavam and Alf. Ich weiß am Mishnah. Ich mach like a Schnuyer. You're learning the Mishnah like a Schlockish. Maybe that law is like Rabbi Yechana. So, for sure, without question, Rabbi Yehuda, in the name of his grace, Rabbi Shmuel, can tell you, I also know that Mishnah. But our Messiah is, we learn the Mishnah the way Rabbi Yechana understood the Mishnah. And in that Mishnah, Fakir, King of Paris is King of Nagov Tami, and therefore the Isha doesn't have a Gerech to go ahead and stop. But the Gemara says that's not the case. It says the Gemara, Vanan Hashd. Bein Rabbi Yirmiyah bar Rabba, u Bein Rabbi Yehuda Krebshim ben Lakish Sfirlo. Be'emis Rabbi Yirmiyah bar Rabba and Shimon ben Lak and Rabbi Yehuda both held Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. And why would we say that they both held Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish? Zokdei l'Gerashi the paskin on Hilchos of Kereish Lakish betlas because it's three times we paskin like Kereish Lakish and Chodah. This is one of them, and it's for that reason. It's mistaber then that everybody holds like Rabbi Shimon. Ben Lakish. Now, the cover of Yirmiya, Rabbi Yirmiya's timing is all good. I think Kenya Paris is Kenya Naguftami. If you're going to tell me that Kenya Paris is Kenya Naguftami, Kimayas of, Umayas Aben Bechaya of, Amay Isle Lilokea, if the father dies and then the and the son died before the father died. Again, this is so wordy. So, am I Islay the Lakeach? Why is it the, like, that the Lakeach is going to get? Ki kazavin hai, lavdi de kazavin. Luchuru, when he's selling, he's not selling that belongs to him. Elo lav shmamino, kinyan peris, lav ki kinyan aguftami. Must be that kinyan peris is lav ki kinyan aguftami. So, again, you have to know why the Gemara added these five lines. But the bottom line is, it's in Dritim. It's good chazara regardless. So, Rish. Yirmi Barab is saying that from learning the Mishnah like Reish Lakish, which we're all going to agree is the way he's supposed to learn the Mishnah, see, you see clearly from the Mishnah that Kenyan Paris is Lav Kikinyan Haguftami, says the Gemara, Ahadru, the Kamei of Yehuda. So when this was told to Rabbi Yehuda, again, being mindful of what the Gemara already said, that Rabbi Yehuda is going to agree that Kenyan Paris is Lav Kikinyan Haguftami, or at the very least, he's going to learn the Mishnah also the way Reish Lakish learned the Mishnah. Said, they told us, Rabbi Yehuda, Amalu, he said, Shmuel said, Amaskin, Abizu, Eina, Doim, the Mishnah. 
Yosenu. But at the same time, your case of a woman who sold Nechzenamug is not a Tzushtal to the Mishnah. I mean, I'm asking, I'm not arguing with you how you learned the Mishnah. The way you're supposed to learn the Mishnah is the way Rish Lakish learned the Mishnah. But at the same time, I'm still Chayyak. I still don't agree with your Allah. That means a son that only has a Kenyan Aguf could go and sell that Guf. That it should go into effect, even though the son will at no point of time have any Kenyan in the Paris, because Kenyan Paris left Kenyan Aguf. I mean, all you need to have is a Kenyan Aguf in order to make a sale. But for a woman to do the same thing, where she has the guf of the Nechzamalog, and she wants to sell that Nechzamalog, the Tamus, there the halach is that's not something she would be able to do. First glance, why? They're both sugis of Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguf, dummy. But Shmuel said cryptically, Zu So he must have my time, uh, why not? So now the later Amiram tried understanding. Um, Rabbi Yosef, so Rabbi Yosef said like this. I'll tell you why. Because Bishloima itani ipcha, Bishloima had the Mishnah and Bava Basra bin Fakert, Hakoisim the Chasav Laaviv. In the case of the Mishnah Bava Basra was where a father wrote over his Nechasim to his son. What would it be if the whole story was in the reverse? This is a son who's writing his Nechasim to his father. And the son tells his father, I'm giving you my Nechasim, I'm giving you the Guf today, and La'acham Moisai of the son, then I'm going to give you the Paris as well. So the son is going to be the one that's going to eat the Paris, the father is the one that's going to have the Guf. And the Mishnah would have said verbatim what the Mishnah said. But you just flip the narrative a little bit. Instead of a father bequeathing to a son, this is a son going in the reverse order. Now, had that been what the Mishnah said, says Rabbi Yosef, then Shmuel helped. Then you'd be able to prove from here that Kenyan Paris is lav kikinyan aguftami. El hashto diktani. Hakoisim the chas of livnoi. But now that it wasn't said in that way, but rather it was said in the reverse order, where the father is writing over to his son, I don't know that you can prove from here that kinyan peris is lav kikinyan aguftami. I'll tell you that maybe kinyan peris is really kikinyan aguftami. I, if that's the case, and you're telling me you're learning the Mishnah like. Rishlok is going to Mishnah, because that seems to be the more appropriate way to learn the Mishnah, from the fact that we pass in the few emes, like Rishlokish, can you pay us off, can you have So you're learning the Mishnah like Rishlokish, which means that the son has a right to go and sell the guf, the kishayomus ha'av, even if the son dies b'chayof, so he never took possession of the Beis. What's the cheshbin? The cheshbin is, this is different because the royal yarshayu. Because being the, that the son is Roy to Yarshin his father, it's for that reason it's going to be different. Now, what does this even mean? So we need Rashi. Rashi, Dibra Maskla, Koisif, Nechosif, Ovid. Rashi says the Pshat's as follows. Being that this son was Roy Leirish's father, so why did the father do what he did? What was the purpose of the father being Koisif, Nechosif, Lufnoi, Lacham, Moisa? Isn't that what happens, anyways? What's the whole purpose of this? When a man dies, Kiloi, Bemoisa, Yikach, Right? Can't take it with you. So what happens is, is a say the nachlis. It ends up going to his son. So what's the purpose of being koisiv nechos of lubnoi lachamoisa? It makes no sense. So says Rav Yosef that Shmuel understood that in this Mishnah, here probably what the father was doing was, is he was ki'ilu being mailim, the kinyan aguf of the son, and he was telling him that I'm going to give you a kinyan aguf that's not going to be stared by my kidney payers, that if you want to sell it, you'll be able to sell it, which is something you would not be able to do had I not been Koisiv 
my mechasim over to you. But lo'ilam, I'll tell you, kinya peiris is really kinya nagoftami. And that's why when it comes to a husband and a wife, nechasim alug, no. Her kinya nagof is not enough because this kinya peiris is going to share any transaction that she's going to try to put into effect. I, in this Mishnah, if you learn the Mishnah like Mishlokach, which is the right way to learn the Mishnah, isn't it muvur? Isn't it muchach to kinya peiris? It's not kinya nagof tami. It's muchach in a case by, from a father to a son. And there is a svar gedoyla to say that the father, when he was kaisim nechasal of night, he also relinquished his kinya peiris, kinya nagof tami rights. Because if not, then why in the world did he do this? This is what Rabbi Yisus Taina was. So again, Shmuel just said zu ene daimel Mishnah saying why. Sasson. He didn't say why Zuayn Udaim the Mishnah say no. Zakav Yosef, the beer in Shmuel is because he held that this is a case of a father to a son. So we hear it's misnabbed that the father, who's the one that has the king of Paris, he gave over his rights of king of Paris, king of Paris. But Baal, if you don't have a situation like that, king of Paris is really going to be kicking your neck off. And that's why if the Isha wants to sell the next look, this is not something you should be able to do. So who understood Shmuel like this? Rav Yosef. So who's going to be Chaylik? Amalei Abayos. Abayos told Rav Yosef. Never disappoints. Atu, brah, yoris, abba, abba, lo, yoris, brah. He said, what kind of chilik is that? I understand. So you would have liked the Mishnah better if it wasn't the father writing to the son, but it was the son writing to the father. Why? Because if a son dies, the father doesn't yarshin. That's not true. If you go to the Seder Nachlis, just like a son sometimes yarshins from a father, a father sometimes yarshins from a son. Ella. So I know what you're going to tell me, Rabbi Yosef. Right? Zabai so told me to his rabbi. He says, Rabbi, I know what you're going to say. Elo, la'avruchinu l'nichsem ibreikasi. It's probably talking about in your Mishnah where if the son would have written it to the father. So there, it's a regular kinyu peres, kinyu aguftami. I, why don't we make the same shtikl tairah? Why was he giving it to him? The father's going to yarshan anyways. Oh, must be because he's walking away from his chus kinyu peres. The answer is no. Mechatesi, that's the case. Maybe the case we had sons. If a man dies and he has sons and a father, the son's Yarshin. The father only Yarshins if there's no sons. So the case would be, a regular case, where the son had sons and as a result, the father wasn't going to get it. Well, if that's the case, Hachinami, in this Mishnah too, if you learn the Mishnah like Rish Lakish, then I don't see anywhere where you can say your svara. Because again, what's your svara? Your svara is that I'll tell you, can you pay The reason can you pay Kinyagovtami in this Mishnah is because otherwise, why do you do it? You know why you did it? The same reason you would have done it in the case you would have preferred to have if what the Mishnah was trying to tell me was Kinyu Peres There were more than one son. There were a bunch of boys. He wanted this son should get it. This was estate planning 101. He wants this kid to get it, not that kid. And as a result, this is what he did. Bottom line is that can't be why the Mishnah is not a tzushtel to the Sugi Kinyu Peres I mean, if you learn the Mishnah like Rishlokish, which we're learning, right? Everyone's going to learn like Rishlokish. Actually says because we know from the Maskana so Indian that this is the halacha we pass like Mishlokish Kinyu Peres That's the right way to learn the Mishnah. Well, this is the right way to learn the Mishnah and Kinyu Peres Lab Kinyu Gufdami. So why? Is not a tzushtal to the sugya of nechsem melug? So the Gemara says, "Alamai ene doim in the Mishnah." Say no mishum takonas usha. It's based on a takana, special takana, a takana that was made in usha. Where was usha? Just to lighten the mood for a moment. So usha is one of the ten places that the Sanhedrin went into exile. Surka churban bayisheni. The Gemara says in, in Seif Rosh Hashanah that the time of bayis rishon, the Sanhedrin went into galus. I'm sorry, the Surka Seif bayis rishon, the Shechina went into galus. Ten times. And Kenegedze, Soif Bayesheni, the Sanhedrin, went into Galos ten times.
Shabbos. And one of the places Sanhedrin went to was Usha. And when they were in Usha, there were a lot of very famous takonis that were put into place. One of the takonis is Mamish Argamar. And this was what Shmuel was referring to. He knew a piece of history. He knew the takonas Usha. What was the takonas Usha? Mamish verbatim our subject. Amr Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Chanim. But Usha is Kino. In Usha they made a takonah. But Isha Shemachra. Benechse Beluk Bechayi Baila. Ooh, Mesa. That even though Kenyan Paris is love, Kenyan Hagoftami, stating that a woman that sells and dies, so you would have thought, it's not that much. The husband has a right to take it away. Now, the longest of it, we look at the powers of the Kerishai, not for now, but just the Iker Halacha. Meaning, you're right that Kenyan Paris is love. Kikinian Hagof Dami, and your Tzushtel to the Mishnah is Be'etzem, fundamentally a very good Tzushtel. A Bezu'ena Daim of the Mishnah Seinu. And the reason is because of a piece of history. There was a Takana Susha. Now, why they make this Takana Nusha? It actually says it was related to Shalom Bayes, Mishum Eva, because they didn't want that a woman should be able to, during her marriage, find a way to circumvent that maybe her husband's not going to get the Nachsimolog after. She dies in the event that she dies first. But the point is that Sigavina Takana and that's in. So what's the bottom line? Rabbi Baraba Paskin, that being the Kenya Paris is Lafka Kenya Nakoftami. So if a woman sells her Nachsimalog and then she dies, so whoever she sold it to is gonna keep it. Or in the Maisa Shahoya Kachoya with Imei Rab Shmuel Baraba, if she gives it over to her son in a Shtarmatana, so the halacha is that if she dies, he should be entitled to it. And that was Rabbi Yumi Baraba's Psak. Kenyan Paris, love the Kenyan Agof, dummy. The husband has the Kenyan Paris, the Isha has the Kenyan Agof. Kenyan Paris is love the Kenyan Agof, meaning the Iker Bailam over here is the Isha, and as a result, she had a right to do this. When Rabbi Yehuda heard this halacha, he said over the name of Shmuel that this is not the Psak, not because he disagrees with Kenyan Paris, love Kenyan Agof, dummy. It's one of the three places where there's a consensus that halacha is like Rishlokish, but it's related to a special Takana Susha. Incidentally, Toysus, throughout Chasks, asks a very, very famous kasha. We have rate on this. I am the related rate bites. But Toysus has a very famous kasha, and that is a coin to Rabbi Yochanan, who holds that Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Agoftami. So why did we need Takana Sushan? It's a great kasha, it's a famous Arsameach on this. But the bottom line is, I am Shabzok the Gemara Vaita. I'm Rabbi Dibar Rabin. So Rabbi Dibar Rabin said, Afanan, Nami Tonino. I have a raya from a Mishnah to. The halacha of the takonas husha. What's this mishnah? Two way the book of the and they say that we're saying edus that Ruvain divorced his wife. Vinosan ksubasa. Not just that he already gave the ksuba. Varehi tachtav. Turned out that what these edim were saying was not true. How not true was it? Nothing they said was true. They said two things. They said that. Ploini divorced his wife, and Ploini gave his wife the ksuba. Both things were not true. Meaning they're married, and as a result, he obviously never gave the ksuba. Now, how did we find out that they were lying? Because they were found to be in Now, the question is, what should the kasha zaman be? So, what would we say? The man on the street. At first glance, it sounds like these Aiden were trying to be mafsid, the woman, her ksuba. They were arguing that... You already got your ksuba, but the emiss is that it's not true. She's entitled to her ksuba. So what should the kasha zaman be? The value of the ksuba. Whatever the ksuba is, that's what they should get. But the truth is, that's a toys. Why is it a toys? 
Because who said she's going to get her ksuba? Meaning, if we knew for sure that this woman was divorced, and she walks into Bezdin and she says, I want my ksuba. Do I walk into Bezdin and say, you already got your ksuba. And then they're found to be zayim. Okay, you have to give the full value of the ksuba. But the MS over here was she wasn't divorced. So if she's not divorced, she's entitled really to nothing. So when they say that you're divorced and you already got your ksuba, you can't say that they're being mafsed her her ksuba because Lafia MS, she wasn't entitled to her ksuba. Now, why not? Because Lafida Eidos, she just lost her right and the possibility and the option to ever get her ksuba. Now, will she ever get her ksuba? I don't know. But maybe. The Fida Eidos of these Eidim, it went from maybe to zero. There's a zero percent chance she's going to get her ksuba because that time she already got her ksuba. So the hefzid that the Eidim are causing this woman really is the value that the ksuba has to this Isha based on the option, Shabai, which states that it's possible that one day you're going to get this ksuba, it's possible you won't get this ksuba. Right? Just to put it in more business terms, if a woman would try selling her rights that she has to ksuba, that she may one day realize or may not realize, it would have some value. Let's say ksuba is $10,000. So a woman has a piece of paper that says that in the event that she ever gets divorced or in the event that her husband ever dies, she could get $10,000. But it also says, does this piece of paper, that if she dies first, then the Allah is not going to get anything. If she tried selling it, would somebody pay for it? Would someone buy it for $1,000? Yeah, sounds like, you know, you can play the statistics. Maybe $2,000? You have to ask the Chachamim and the Yoyde Dar. It's above my pay grade. But it has a value. There's nothing to talk about. So that value that she had and that she could have realized had she tried selling it, that's what the Edom were trying to be master. You can't say the Edom were being master of the whole Ksuba because this second she wasn't going to get the whole Ksuba. You can't say that the Edom were not being master of anything because right now she can't get anything anyways because it's not true. She has an asset that has value. She could try selling it because one day this may be worth $10,000. So what's the Hefzit? I don't know, whatever that Hefzit is. And the Mishnah says that's exactly the way you assess the Kachazama. Meaning, we don't say Yisham Kol Ksuba so that you're supposed to give the entire Ksuba. What you have to give is Toivas Hanos Ksubas. Now, the word Toivas Hanos here does not mean what it usually means. What does Toivas Hanos usually mean? That means that you have a person that has Trumas Maestras. So he gets to pick which coin, which lady he wants to give his Trumas Maestras to. That value that he has, that he can decide who he's giving his gift to, that has a shtickle something. It's called Toivas Hanos. Chlikis and Chas, Toivas Hanos Momin, Toivas Hanos Not Momin. This Toivas Hanos Zichim Momin means it's not the full value. It's like a derivative value. But the point is that what we say is that the Edom have to give What is the the We make an assessment How much would a person want to pay for this Ksuba? Right? What are the risks of this Ksuba? In the event that she becomes an Amamah, she becomes a Grusha. So then the Allah is she would get the Ksuba. The Emesa, if she would die first, Yerushena Baila, the Allah is that the husband would get it. Either way, this is the Mishnah. Where's this Mishnah, by the way? right? So this is the Mishnah that discusses this halacha of Edim paying Kashazomam based on the value of this Ksuba, which is more of an option, it's in the event of, because you don't know if it's ever going to materialize. Now, we brought this Mishnah into our Sugi, because Rabbi Rabin said, I hold Afanah Nami Tanina Chavarayah Afanah Mishnah, that what? 
Takonas Usha. So what's the right Takonas Usha? The Esau get aitach lesser with Takonas Usha. So if you're going to tell me there's no such thing as Takonas Usha, Amai Roshena Bailo, Tazbin Ksubaso Legamri. Why is this an option? If she sells the Ksuba right now, she actually can do much better. She can get, maybe not full value, but she's going to get a lot of value for it. You know why? Because what's the risk? The risk is that she's going to die first, even if she dies first, but once she sells it, even if the husband dies later, whoever bought it from her is going to be able to keep it. So why are you telling me that when she sells it and we try to figure out what the Chachamim do, what's the value of this Ksuba? So you have to say like this. In the event that she becomes an Amana Grusha, so she's going to get the full value from it. If the event that he dies, that she dies first, then whoever buys it's going to get, whoever buys it's going to get nothing. That's the Kanasusha. Right? Isn't that the Kanasusha? Takonas usha is that if a woman sells her nechsimolog and then she dies, habal moitzmi yablakuchos. But without takonas usha, you would say, "Can you pay yourself kinyan guf dami?" So if she goes and she sells it. The halach is the bal can't be moitzi anything. If that's the case, if she becomes a, an almana, she gets the folk suva. A grusha, she gets the folk suva. And even if she dies first, when he dies, she gets the folk suva. So how could the Mishnah say that when you? work out the risk-reward and all the different factors of this transaction, you tell yourself that in the event that she dies first by cast getting nothing, it's not endless. Now, it's endless in the world of Takana Zusha. Isn't this right to Takana Zusha? It's a toys. What's the toys? It's not a Zushtel. The whole noise of yes, takana susha, no takana susha, that was again nechsimalog. What's unique about nechsimalog? We spoke to that in the introduction. Nechsimalog, she owns the gulf. And being that she owns the gulf, and we pass Kenya Bayer's love, Kenya Nagov, Tommy, so therefore she bets him has a right to sell it. Narbos, takana susha, shown by you. Ava, they said you shouldn't do that. But over here, what's she selling? She's selling her ksuba. The ksuba is not nechsimalog. What's the ksuba? The ksuba is the obligation that the husband has. Based on the Ikra Takonik Ksuba, the Rais Ksuba, the Rabbanon. The Ksuba is any Toysvis Ksuba that he decided on his own that he wants to obligate himself to have to give. The Ksuba is going to be any Nechzit Soim Barzal that she may have brought into her marriage. But as we mentioned in the introduction, Nechzit Soim Barzal, as soon as she brings it into her marriage and as soon as it's incorporated in the Ksuba, at that point, it becomes 100% the possession of the husband. So being that over here, what she was selling is something that Achshav doesn't belong to her. She doesn't have a Kenyan pair, she doesn't have a Kenyan Akuf either. So, moving over here, it's not something she'd be able to do. There's no right at the Kanasusha. Me, Loyal, I'll tell you, there's no such thing as the Kanasusha. And if a woman wants to sell her Nachsimalog, she could sell her Nachsimalog. In the event that she dies first, the Baal won't be able to be Moitzmi Adal Kuchas. I, this Mishnah says, Mefurish, that the husband can take it. If she dies first, the husband's get it, because we're not talking about Nachsimalog. We're talking about the Ksuba, which is. If anything, the nechzit zayim barzo, which is something that she wants on, but she doesn't own anymore. I mean that that's the case. You certainly have no zoktim ma. Amar Abai. Toivasana. However, also the other name of Amilsin that we mentioned. Toivasana. No, let's talk a little bit about Toivasana. Says the Gemara. Abai said Toivasana. The isha havya. This is what I want to say about Toivasana. In the event that a woman sells her ksuba for the quote unquote Toivasana that was discussed in this aforementioned mishnah over him asachdes makis, it's going to belong to her as opposed to what? As opposed to the Baal being oichel peiros. 
Meaning, we don't treat it like regular nechzimalog with alochis at the baal's oichopeiris. This is going to be hers 100%. Because if you're going to tell me that if a woman tries selling her toivisano, so now the baal gets any schusim that he's supposed to get, mitzad the fact that I'm married to this woman, so she has nechosim. Nachsimalog, I get the pairs. If it's Nachsimalog, Barzal, then he gets the whole thing, right? So if you're going to tell me that it goes to the husband, then the Edim, these Edim Zoyimimim in the Mishnah Masechtas Makis should say, my Afsadinech. We were Mafsadu. When we said Edis and we said that, how are we making you lose? I have this Mizabnisla, Betoyves Hana, Baal Habeshokuminach. The husband was going to take it anyway. So we're not causing you any hafsid because we're not causing you any hafsid. Why should we give you kashazam? The Mishnah says you give the kashazam. And who do you give the kashazam to? To the front. Why are you giving her the kashazam? Because if she would sell right now, she would have had money and you were being mafsid her that money. It's not true. The husband was going to take it anyways. So being that the husband was going to take it anyways, then there should be no hafsid. From the fact that the Mishnah says you have to give the each a kashazam, that's a raya. That toivasana goes to the each. Amr Rav Shalman. So Rav Shalman said that. It's not muchach, because I can tell you, Mishum de Iker Revach maybe even the Toivasana belongs to the husband, but at the same time, there's still a hefsa to the Isha. And the reason is because it's Revach Beis. At the end of the day, they just sold something, there's more money in the house, and even though the husband's like Hopeiris, so that really she doesn't have full rights to this money, but at the same time, there's more in the house, she does benefit from it, and that's why she could be a recipient. Of Kachazam. Oh, my Rabbi, Rabbi said, Hilchaso, Toivasan, all the Isha. Rabbi said that although Rav Shalman disagreed with Abaya, but Halachal Amaiso, Toivasan, belongs to the Isha, the Ain of Al Oichel Paris, and the husband doesn't even name Paris. My time, what's the reason? Because Peru Tekinule Rabbonon, Peru de Peru, Loi Tekinule Rabbonon. Because although the husband gets Paris Naxamalog, he only gets Paris Naxamalog, but he doesn't get Peru de Peru Naxamalog. Now, Toysis Dibra Maskal, Peru de Peru, says that really, if you learn Masech Tisksubis, you know there's a Gemara that says just the opposite. The Gemara says, That the Allah is that the husband doesn't pay repairs. So how can you tell me you don't need pay repairs? It's a foolish sugya that the husband doesn't pay repairs. It says, And the truth is, Pashup Shah in the Gemara, that's why I'm speaking out this Toysis, we're skipping a lot of Toysis. But this Toysis is Pashup Shah. Usually, when you think of pay repairs, so it means, let's say a, a woman brought Nachsamalug, it was a behemoth, and the behemoth gave birth to a baby. Okay, the baby's pay is Nachsamalug. The income of the Nachsamalug is always the pay. What happens if that baby now gives birth to a baby? Oh, so now you already have Yoitzachalotza, right? So now you have pay pay. That pay pay belongs to the husband. This pay pay is a little bit different, right? What's the pay pay even? This is pay of pay. She has Nachsamalug. She's Sold it, so there's a element of Paris Nachsamalog. Why is this Peri de Peri? So this Peri de Peri, say the Rishonim, is, is a little different. When a husband's already getting Paris of Nachsamalog, and now you do something with the guf that creates a secondary 
source of Paris, that secondary source of Paris is not going to. So the word Paris de Paris is a little bit of a misnomer, and it should not be confused with the Paris de Paris that you find in other places, because that Paris de Paris definitely belongs to the husband. When Rapop Rafun Bebishun came back from Beis Medrash, Ami, they said, I have a raya to the Takonasusha. This raya is from a Mishnah. This is not a Tanan Hassan, this is a Tanan Hachal, and this is the reason we're learning the sugya of Takonasusha and Kim Peskin Agufdami right here in Parafakai. It goes back to the Mishnah that Pezayan Amaral. Mishnah said, if somebody gets involved in a chayvulamasic situation with an evan or isha, you're always going to end up on the wrong side of it. Why? If you're chayvul in an evan and an isha, you're going to be chayv. And if they're chayvul in you, they're going to be potted. Now, what's the reason they're going to be potted if they're chayvul in you? Rashi said already in the Mishnah, because an Eve doesn't have any money, and an Isha also doesn't have any money. So a Papa from Great Rabbi Yeshua said, this Mishnah that says that if a woman is chayvul, not Eve, a woman is chayvul, that loch is, you get nothing, because there's nothing to get, is a riot to Takana Susha. How so? So why is it that the woman has nothing? She could sell the nechzmalog, and if she sells her nechzmalog, she's going to have something. Oh, must be takonasusha. And being that there's takonasusha, so it's for that reason she can't sell it. Being that she can't sell it, we understand the Mishnah. Does that make sense? Pasha pshat. Ulu tamech says the Gemara. Nei namid isla takonasusha. Takonasusha said that a woman can't sell it. Someone said she could sell it because today you can get all the money in the world for it, if whatever. And not just that, the husband doesn't even get the payers of it. It's just that if she dies, so then Abal Moitzimi Yad Al Kuchas. No one said you can't sell it. So according to you, even if there is a Takana Susha, but at the same time, hey, Nami is a Takana Susha, for like Matim is Abna Legamri, so she can't sell it forever. You could sell it, now you'll have to sell it for Taibasana because there is a limitation in this sale. Because if she dies first, then the husband's going to take it back. But the point is, Takana Susha doesn't help you. In fact, Good kasha. Why do we assume that a woman doesn't have anything? Why can't she sell her maximum? Look, nevertheless, so you have to make it a kimta. Meaning, very often, women don't have anything. Yes, a max chafroid that has maximum She's a bastoyfim. But she doesn't always have maximum No, how can I be the lesser? So, who said she has? And being that she doesn't have, there's no rise to takona susha. There's no rise not to takona susha. Now, we just mentioned the Mishnah. And we mentioned the fact that the assumption is that a woman that's choyvel is not chayv. Why not? Because she posture doesn't have from where to pay. The Gemara brought it in to the Takana Susha. Why can't you sell the Naksim alone? Obviously, it's talking about where there's no Naksim. But the Gemara asks another Kasha. Why can't you sell the Ksuba? Right? She has to have a Ksuba woman. So the Ksuba she for sure has. And we just learned the Mishnah in Marcus that you could sell the Ksuba for Taiva Sano. So why can't you at least do that? So the Gemara, Hamani Rameir, the Mishnah is going to go into Rameir. It's the Mishnah Rameir. The Omar holds also like the Adam Shiashas Ishtai, Akilu Shah Achas Kulay Ksuba. That's also for. Woman to be married and a man to be married without a ksuba, and therefore she would not be allowed to sell her ksuba. And the reason is because of this iser. So to tell her to sell the ksuba to, the, to pay the dmei chavala, that's not something you could do. But the Gemara has a problem with this. Why? The time of my, why did the mayor say? It's because in the event that she's not going to have a ksuba, it's going to be too easy for her to give her again. Right? Part of the purpose of ksuba. 
that could be even the whole purpose of Ksuba. It's a shayla of Ksuba's day. Rice of Ksuba's the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon element of it is Shmoitei Kalbein of Loitzia. We didn't want it to be easy for a man to divorce his wife, so we financially disincentivize him from giving a get. So the Gemara asks a Geshmak Kasha. It's true Rameyer holds that it's also for a man to be with his wife at Filusha Achas But what's the reason for that halacha? Shmoitei Kalbein of Loitzia. In the event that she sells the ksuba, it's still not going to be Kalabain of Loitzia. Why? Because the Imigarishla, if he's going to give her again, Asuhanach Tizavni, the people that she sold it to, these people sound like businessmen, probably a, a Moshver Baldover, and Kabulal Ksuba Samine. And they're going to take the ksuba. So says the Gemara that to tell me that. You should be able to not sell the psuba because of the fact that it's also to be without a ksuba incorrect. Because the only reason it's also to be without a ksuba is like Calabane of Loitzia. And if you sell the ksuba, it's not going to be Calabane of Loitzia. So again, what's the kasha? The kasha is let her sell the ksuba. Why you tell me Pikiyas and Ra? The woman doesn't have to pay. The Evid, yeah, he doesn't get ksuba, he doesn't have all these things. But the woman has a ksuba. If the woman has a ksuba, so why can't she sell the ksuba? Says the Gemara, El, I'll tell you why. Because she really can't sell the whole ksuba. She doesn't have the ksuba yet. What does she have? The Toivasana of the Ksuba. The Toivasana of the Ksuba is Mili. Umili loy Mishtabdi. Rashi says loy Mishtabdi loy Nizik. The Nizik has no schos and Mili, and therefore you can't be Toivaya her to go ahead and sell her Toivasana. Now, what does Mili usually mean? Mili usually means words, right? Mili loy Mamsun Lichliach. Mili is Petume Bialma. Right? You find the word Mili a lot. It means words. What the Gemara is saying is that her Bibus in her Ksuba is Mili. Why is it Mili? It's not mealy. She owns a ksuba. You just don't know if it's going to materialize. The reason is, you're selling a shtickle tire, right? An option is a shtickle tire. It's mealy. It's as a luftgeschef. If this happens, I hit tacos. What am I getting, right? There's a mealy element to it. And what the Gemara is saying is, is mealy loy mishtak. But the Gemara says, I don't know why not. Mealy de mizdabi bedinri nino. You call it whatever you want to call it. Tacos correct. It's to that gelt, right? It's, it's Mizdavli Bedinri, so if it's Mizdavli Bedinri, then it's something that has real value. So again, what's the cash? The cash is white kiyos and raw. Why do we not tell her to go ahead and sell her The Mosh tell me from the Shmuel. It's based on Shmuel's halacha. On the Shmuel, Shmuel said, This is one of the sugyas that's even harder than the sugya of Kinyan Paris and Kinyan Agovdam. But if somebody is Moichir Shtar Chayv Lechaveiroi, right, somebody has a Shtar Chayv and he sells it to his Chaver. And then afterwards, he went and he was Michael. So this was a Malva that had an IOU. Somebody owes him money. And he sold the Shtarchoyev to somebody. This guy's an investor. He's buying this note. And then the Malva decides to be a good guy. And he's Michael the Chayv. Now, but this poor person just bought something. And now all of a sudden, it has no value. So does he have the ability to do it or not? So Shmuel said a Chedesh, Michael. Yeah, he could do it. Not just that. Even if the Malva dies and his son, Yarshim the Chayv, the son has an ability to do this as well. Okay, so what's the point? The point of the Gemara is that being that HaMoichel Shtachayv L'Chaveron, so we're concerned that in the event that this woman is going to sell her to take money to pay the nizik, 
what she's going to do afterwards is she may be moichel the she may be moichel the underlying chayv. What's the underlying chayv? The ksuba. And if she's going to be moichel the underlying chayv, then that's going to knock out the transaction, and the loikea that bought her ksuba is going to end up losing out. So because of the chashash, I just get this gemara in real time, that the loikea is going to lose by buying this ksuba in the event that the ish is going to decide to be moichel the ksuba, so we say, don't do it, and instead let the nizik lose. Does that make sense? So, Really, there's a good way for the nizik to be made up. Right, this nizik got punched in the nose. And now, really, he's entitled to nizik, tzari, pushevis, boishes. But, she's an isha, p'kiyos, and There's nothing you can do. There's no way for her to come up with the money. And therefore, he's, she's not going to give you anything. What do you mean? Let her sell the ksuba. Yeah, but I'm afraid. Because if you're going to sell the ksuba, how do you know that she's not going to be moichel the ksuba afterwards? It looks like keach will end up losing the value of the ksuba. So, therefore, we don't want that to happen. Ah, so instead, you want the... The Nechbal to lose out? I mean, right now, this Nechbal is a Vadai loser, right? This guy's only a Suffolk loser. So I don't understand this halacha. Amri, meaning, Zabuni Tazbin, wouldn't the more reasonable thing be to tell the woman, go sell the Ksuba, take the proceeds, give it to the Nechbal, and if she's Michael later, she's Michael, meaning, if it happens, it happens. But right now, that's a Suffolk, and this is a Vadai. You worried about the suffix of the lekeach losing at the expense of the vaday the nechbal losing? That doesn't seem fair. Amrit so the Gemara says no because I don't see this as a suffix. Call legabe val vaday machlule. I think that this is for sure going to happen. The reason is because at this point, who owns the suba? The lekeach owns the suba. That means this woman's husband is going to owe money to the Lekeach. The woman is not going to want her husband to have to give money to the Lekeach. And she knows that you know, she can uh, score some points now by going and being Michael Deschayv. It's a real chashash, she's going to do it. So, regular Michael Starchayv, Mechtesi. Guys, a Michael Starchayv is going to be Michael Deschayv. Right? Why would you assume that would ever happen? But over here, the only reason she was selling it, right, this woman is very happily married. She's doing it because she got involved in a. You know, and as a result, we're forcing her to sell it. But really, she doesn't want to sell it, and she likes her husband. So therefore, we're concerned that after she sells it, she's gonna be Michael. So this is not just a, a chashash. This is like a, a very, very real thing. Meaning, this is something that we think for sure is gonna happen. So if we tell the woman. Go and sell the... We're basically as Bezdin causing this like to lose money. That's not something we're going to do. See, right, if you want to play the statistical chances, uh, you would have maybe been right, but not in this case. In this case, you're going to be wrong because in this case, we view it as a Vadai and being that we view it as a Vadai, so over here, it's going to be different. But the Gemara says, I have a little bit of an Eitzah. You know what the Eitzah is? Why don't we say that the woman should take her Ksuba and she should give it to the Nechba? Meaning, don't sell the ksuba to a third party, take the money and give it to the nechbal. Just sell the ksuba to the third party. Give him the ksuba. What's the point of doing that? The imochlo, the gabibal, 
So that now, even in the worst case scenario, if she decides to go be Michael to the husband, like Kamafsid, she's not being Mafsid the husband anything. And the reason she's, she's not being Mafsid to Lekeich anything. Why? Because right now he's not getting anything. Anyways, meaning, doesn't this make sense? Take the Ksuba, give it to the Nechba. So the Nechba right now is going to take hold of the Ksuba. He's going to take hold of the Ksuba. That's going to be his payment. Now, is he going to get it? We don't know for sure. It's possible now. How do you know it's possible not? Because maybe she's going to go and she's going to be Michael. If she's going to be Michael, it's going to come out that didn't get anything. But you can't tell me you know 100% that's going to happen. Let's say there's a 5% chance it's going to happen. So good. So we're not going to take chances on an innocent man's cheshben. This guy thinks he's buying a, a piece of paper from Besden, and it turns out the mama she walked into as a grieb. But this guy is he's already in the grieb, right? So for this person, what's his downside? You might as well just give it to him. And like this, in the worst case scenario, she decides to be Michael. So he's going to get nothing, right? He's, he's not getting more than nothing now, anyways. But the Gemara says, I hear what you're saying. But we don't think this is a 95% there. Meaning, safe, safe, call the Gabi Bao. Here the Gemara says it with a tkif. It's vaday machla. We think this is 100%. And being that we think it's 100%, v'atruche beidino bechti loy matrachinon. This is not something that we are going to just make everybody crazy for. Meaning we're just, we're machim for no reason. At the end of the day, I'm telling you now, the Gemara is saying, she will be Michael. If she'll be Michael, p'kiyas and ra, let's not make everybody crazy. Stop pushing papers this way, that way. You're just going to rack up legal fees. There's no reason to do this. But my cigarette, I'm telling you, nothing's coming from this. And because nothing's coming from this, so there's no reason to do it. But the Gemara has another kasha. We learned in a brisa. This is a toisefta here in Bava Kama. The chayv he should chavlo bevayla. What happens if a woman is chayvul in her husband? So the halach is loyev si the ksubasa. She doesn't lose the ksuba. Meaning again, and even the ksuba, you would think, okay, now let the husband at the very least he's muchzik in the ksuba, right? Hand over the ksuba. No, even if she's chavlo bevayla, the halach is loy loy hefsi the ksuba. Afraid to gemara. Why not? Here it's a good kasha. Amai tizavnina nahalev liksubasa lebaylo b'toyvas hana b'hachavol. Why don't we tell the woman that you have to take your ksuba and you have to give it to the husband? Now, why when she was chayvul in somebody else? The Mishnah says p'kiyas and ra. We said that wasn't an eitzah because we're positive that she's going to be meichel the ksuba. So whoever buys it, the lekeach, is. Wasting his money, and even if you give it directly to the nichba, we're just wasting our time. Because at the end of the day, he's going to get nothing from it. But over here, if it's the husband that's the nichba, so what's the sad that this is going to be a valueless transaction, and we're just wasting our time? Because after she gives the husband her ksuba, she's meichel the ksuba. but then he wins. The meichel the gabibal like right? So that's for sure good. So the Gemara says, You have to see that this day after is going going there. Nah, this you can't do. You know why you can't do it? For another reason. Because of the problem, and because there's an issue of meaning, so right now he's going to be living in Adak Suba. So that's not okay. But the Gemara asks, the time of Mike, Right, the whole reason why we say that the halach is. That a man can do with Adaksuba, Ishmaite Kalab in of Lohitsiya, Hacha, Megarishla, Figovale Bihavolamine. Ihachi Hashtanami Megarishla, Figovale Bihavolamine. Meaning, in this case, you're telling me that you don't want there to be no ksuba. 
Because if he's going to hand over the ksuba, if she's going to give him the ksuba now, so there's going to be no ksuba. If there's going to be no ksuba, then it's going to be kalabain of loitzia. He's just going to give her a get. So instead, what we're going to say is, well, let's get this cheshvan. Instead, we're going to say, don't pay. So, okay, no problem. She's not going to pay. But he's going to feel very disappointed. I want to collect. So he's going to say, you know something? I have a very good etzer. Let me give my wife a get. When I give her a get, now she's going to have money. And when she's going to have money, I'm going to take the money. So says the Gemara, what are you accomplishing? You're not accomplishing a shaloite by not doing this because you're in the same matzav now of kalabain of loitzia. By saying that you're not allowed to be moichel the ksuba, you can't hand it over, you're not increasing the chances of this marriage working out any way than if you don't do that. Because memonoshach, it's the same kalabain of loitzia. The reason it wouldn't be is because he has to come up with a big check in the event that he gives her a get. Well, in this case, he won't have to. Because although he's going to have to technically right, give the money, but he's going to take it right back. He's going to collect it as, as the mechavolo. So I don't see how you're accomplishing anything. So the Gemara says, no, keep going. The tesefta that says that she doesn't hand over the ksuba, shloite kalabain of loitzia. I'm a monofshach, this is shloite kalabain of loitzia. It's kigoyin, it's talking about the nafish ksubas. It's talking about where the ksuba was much more than the mechavolo. So this person is not going to give his wife a get and have to give her $10,000 to get back whatever the Dmechavala is. But if you say that because of what happened, you have to give the husband the Teva of the Ksuba, so now there's no Ksuba. So now there's no Ksuba, now you're creating a Shleitei Kalabayin of Loitzia. So again, the cash is, if the woman is Chayvah on her husband, so again, why is it Pekiyasayra? Let her hand over the keys to the Ksuba. That would seem to be a reasonable thing to do. And the reason that it wasn't an Eitzah for the Mishnah, where she was Chayvah on an Acher, because we're positive that He's gonna, that she's going to end up being Meichel Ksuba doesn't apply over here, because if she's Meichel Ksuba, then he wins regardless. So what was the answer? The answer was, But says the Gemara, it's, it's, right, that's the answer. I'm a man of Shoch, no, because we're talking about where the Ksuba was a big Ksuba. But the Gemara says, if you're talking about where this Ksuba was a very big Ksuba, mean a miksuba de raisa, it's more than the ksuba de raisa. This is one of the Gemaras which would seem to apply the ksubas de raisa. But if that's the case, then nukma ksuba de raisa. Why don't we say that, meaning, if we're talking about where there's a rebbe ksuba over here, there's a real chash of ksuba, now we have a very posh date, right? it's not so complicated. Why don't you say, no problem? A woman has to have a ksuba. So the ikra ksuba, the ksuba de raisa, actually says the mana, the masayim zoz, whatever it is, that we're going to keep in place. And as it relates to this, toisefes, this ksuba meruba, that he's going to hand over. The idoch, meaning the extra, tizavna nahale bechavole. Let her give that over to him and let that be the difference. So the Gemara says, no, it's going to win a fisha ksuba some ksuba de raisa. The case is where the ksuba was not more than ksuba de raisa, meaning the ksuba was the basic minimum ksuba. So what then is this chilek? We're saying that it, the ksuba is not a, a, a ksuba meruba. So what do we mean that the ksuba somehow is more than the chavala and it's not going to be worth it for the man to divorce his wife to get the Dmei because he's going to end up losing too much. 
that makes sense if the ksuba is a ksuba meruba, but if the ksuba is a regular ksuba, how is that possible? So the one says, it's very simple, it's the other way around. The chavole are bosus. He's talking about with the chavole was a very small amount. It was only four zuzim, the mishum are bosuzi, le matzid esem rechamisha. Because of four zuzim, you're not going to lose 25. Just if you want to do the math, Rashi says 25 means 25 slaim, which is the equivalent of 100 zuz, but talking about the ksuba of an almana, which is one mana. But the point is, it works the other way around, and that's why it's not going to be good here either. Again, so what was the reason that this whole Indian of Takonas Usha and Kinyipes 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 somehow made its way into Perak HaChoyvel is because the Mishnah said that in each of that Tzchoyvel, that Loch is Pekiyas and Ra. And the reason Pekiyas and Ra is the Inlam HaLashal. Fake the Gemara, Inlam HaLashal. What about Nechzimalok? And the Gemara thought it had a Shaykhis to Takonas Usha. And the Gemara rather immediately, it was a very long-winded introduction to something that the Gemara flicked in one second. I mean, the Gemara introduced Takana Susha, and the Gemara said, no, Takana Susha is not a Susha, it's talking about she had no Nachsimalog. Okay, but once we got involved in our Mishnah, which we have to do, so the Gemara asked another problem, and that is, why don't we force it to sell the Ksuba? Right, the Ksuba has value. Now, it's only Tevisana, uh, based on the Mishnah and Makis, but there is some value that she has, so that value in and of itself should work, and the Gemara's answer was, because we're positive that as soon as she sells the Ksuba, she's going to be marked for the Ksuba, and the Lekech's going to end up losing, and we don't want the Lekech to lose. And even though the Nechbal is losing, but, no, the Nechbal, it is what it is, but we can't go out of our way and, and cause the Lekech to lose. What about the Tosefta that says the same exact halacha regarding a woman and her own husband? Where she is chayvul and her husband, it's the same kiyaseira. Here, let her give the ksuba. And what do you tell me? She's going to be meichel the ksuba. That's going to work out for the nechbal. There's no lekeach that's losing out over here. Other rabba, because he is the lekeach. So if that's the case, so why in that case does it not work? And the Gemara said a different reason. Hamani rameyerhi shall I take kalabin of loitziyah because a husband and a wife cannot live without a ksuba. The Gemara says, "Elo hadatani." We learn to the brayse, and this brayse is the safer of the. Pre- Previous price. So the safe is the following. Just like she can't sell while she's married, so too she won't lose out. So it's a very cryptic line. So if you look at Rashi, Rashi says like this, The Gemara in the Havimina thinks that this is what the Bryce is trying to say. Just like she can't sell her ksuba while she's tachtav, meaning she can't sell it lechalutin, she can't sell the tevesana, but she can't do a full-fledged legitimate nechiro, she can't sell it 100%. So too, she will not lose anything from her ksuba, that in the event that she causes a chavala, she's not going to lose out. So this is how you read the price. It's only a half a minute. But this is how you read the price. Just like she can't sell the ksuba 100% while she's married. So too she won't lose her ksuba 100%. Meaning if, if she is chavala than her husband, the halach is that she is not going to lose her ksuba. That's what the price is saying. That's the safer of the chen hisha chavala v'bailo lo yavsi the ksuba asa. Makes sense, right? It's really saying the same thing. But really, it's not saying the same thing. The safer is being mice of one nekuda. It can never happen. 
Meaning, the Chaini Shechavu Babayuloy of Sita Ksubasa maybe is referring to a specific Akimta. But the Kishem is adding a Tanai Kofel here. That just like she can never sell her Ksuba, Bechayi Babayuloy, it's not hers. She's never going to lose out. Frank the Gemara, that based on the last five lines that we just learned, that's not a true statement. It's possible that a woman can be chayvel in her husband and she will lose part of her ksuba. How would that happen? If her ksuba was more than a ksuba, we made an aikimta in the halacha that the woman doesn't have to pay. What was the aikimta? The aikimta was where there was a, a difference, but the difference was where it was a very little chabalo and the ksuba was a regular ksuba de raisa. If, however, she had this major ksuba, so then we can say, Keep the ikr ksuba in place and the toys was ksuba. That you should have to hand the keys over to your husband. So, Lahura, how do you understand the safe of this Bryce in light of the way we just explained the ratio of the Bryce? Um, my rubber, rubber said, safe of this safe of the Bryce doesn't mean what we just said it means. Also, the ksuba's been different. It's referring to ksuba's been different. So, what's ksuba's been different? Very befitting for this to come into today's uh, So, ksuba's been different is. Uh, Man that was married to two wives and he had children from both of his wives. Well, Dafka married to the two wives at the same time, so nothing to a chem a Gershon. But the point is, is a man that had two wives, he yarshins, he yarshins both of his wives. So the Allah is when a woman dies, the husband yarshins. He keeps the ksuba and the nechsimalog, nechsimbarzo, he gets to keep everything. Now, it turned out that one of these women was a much wealthier woman than the other when they got married. So the Yerushan that he had from one woman was much more than it was from the other. Then the husband died, and he had sons from both of these wives. So ordinarily, all the sons divide equally. The Bechar gets Pishnayim, and then all the sons divide equally. The Takana of Subas it's one of the Tanaik Subas states, that when we divide the Yerushan, this man that died, any Nechassim that he Yarshin from a wife is going to go to the sons that he had from that wife. So if he yarshin $10,000 from one wife and $1,000 from his other wife, so his sons that he had from the wife that gave him the $10,000 are going to divide the $10,000 and the sons that he had from the thousand are going to get from the thousand. All his other nechassim will divide equally. But that's the way Ksubis Pindichon works. So Rabbi said that the safe of this Pesefta, of this Bryson, was coming to teach me a halacha that relates to the idea of Ksubis Pindichon, Bahachik Tani, and this is the way you're supposed to read it. Just like if a woman sells her Ksuba to Acherim, that halacha is What does that mean? It means that if she sells her Ksuba, and then she ends up dying. So the husband ends up being the owner of the ksuba, meaning the loikeach, whoever bought it, never ended up getting it. The husband ends up with the ksuba. Then when he dies, her sons end up getting ksubas benedechren. There would have been a habit meaning that once she sells it, maybe she forfeits her rights to the ksubas benedechren. That no, it's not the way it works. My time, and the reason is because even though it looks a little bit like she did, right? She sold it, so she basically walked away from it. So didn't she forfeit her We say that she was an oynes. She didn't really walk away from it willingly, and therefore the lachis is still going to be in effect. The same is true. A woman that sells her ksuba to her own husband, she doesn't lose her. 
Ksubas ben Indichim, my time, and what's the reason Zuzi Huda and Suif? She sold it, she sold it for a reason, she was a little bit of an oinus, and we assume she didn't forfeit her Ksubas ben Indichim. The point is the safe of this Braiso of Kishem Shalai Timkar, the Hitacht of Kachli Tafsa, the Hitacht of, is not talking about Chavala. Chavala, it is possible that as it relates to her own husband, it won't be Pkiyasera, in the event that she had a big Ksuba. Hachab Amayaskin, and it's talking about as it relates to. And if it relates to Ksubas Bendichrin, so that's where it's going to be negated. I'm saying we should go back there. So again, this, one of the themes of the daf, anyways, is the Takona Susha. What's Takona Susha? So this is a woman that has Nechse Milog, where the Allah is that she owns the Gulf of the Nechse Milog. The Baal is Oichel Peirois. King in Paris, Lavki, King in Agufta, I mean, it's one of the three times that we pass like Rishlokish. So if the woman sells the Nechse Milog, Technically, the mechira should be a good mechira. When the woman dies, then the loikeach should be able to get even the Kenyan Paris, stating that in Usha they were Masaka, Mishum Eva, Mishum Shalom Bayes, that Oishna Shem Machro, the next of Luk Mechayu Bayu. Umeso, Habal Moitz Miadalukhis. We look at the husband not as a Yairish, we look at him as a loikeach. Rishon, his schus comes before the schus of that. Person that bought it from the woman, and the Allah is that he's going to be able to take the entire asset away from the like So the Gemara says it would seem maybe that this takonas usha is really a machloikistan. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Chanino was the one that said and at first glance it would seem to be a machlekes by the way you find this idea that sometimes Tanom argued about the history of Takonas we just had it very recently in a Toysis Toysin then the Parak Maruba said that we know that Ezra made ten takanas, and one of Ezra's ten takanas was Tfilas Ezra. Yet Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira said, no, Tfilas Ezra. And we even pass like Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira. Freytosis, Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira doesn't have the places, he doesn't have the credentials and the authority to go over Ezra. So Toysis said three terutsim. One teretz that Toysis said was, maybe the takana never happened. So you find already that sometimes Tanob argued, did the takana happen or did the takana not happen? So the Gemara says it could be, as it relates to this takana. Maybe no one's been chaylik with the takana, but maybe it never happened. It's really we to the I'm sorry. So what happens if a woman brought nechsimalug into her marriage? the whole today. So, which is shaskam, by the way. So a woman brings. Nechsimalog. And the Nechsimalog was Avde Malog. It was an Evid Kanani. And then all of a sudden there was Shane Va'ayin. So an Evid Kanani goes through the Shane Va'ayin. Here's the question Who would have to knock out the Shane Va'ayin in order for this Evid to go free? Is it the woman or is it the man? Mitzad Echad, she has the Kenyan Agov. Mitzad Shane, he has the Kenyan Paris. Let's be mindful of something called Takon Asusha. So one Bryce says, Abde Malug, Yoitzim Beshem Va'ayin Li'isha, Avaloy Le'ish. If she's the one that does it, then he's going to go free. But not the man. But Tanya Yidu, who went to another Bryce, Avaloy Le'ish, Avaloy Le'isha. No, say if the man does it, say if the woman does it, she, the Evet, is not going free. So the Mars Savrua, the Hanacha that we're making is, the Kuliyama, everybody holds, Kenyan Paris, Lafkin, Kenyan Agoftami. Everyone's in agreement that Kenyan Paris is Lavka Kenyan Aguftami. Why would we make that Hanacha? Because we pass them like Rishlokish, that Kenyan Paris is Lavka Kenyan Aguftami. So if that's the case, everyone holds Kenyan Paris is Lavka Kenyan Aguftami. That means who's the real owner? The woman is the real owner. So really, everybody should then agree that she should be Yoitzim B'Shem Ba'ayin, Le'isha, Avaloy Le'ish. Yet there's a Braise that says, Loy Le'ish, 
So the price that says Laisha Valoy Laish, that's Gavaldi, Kinya Pairs out of King Yaraguftami. But how do you understand the other price? My love, Hogan Mifli demand, I'm a Laisha, Leslie Takana Susha. The one that says Laisha is because he also Kinya Pairs out of King Yaraguftami, and there's no such thing as Takana Susha. So it's Gavaldi, Mandama Loyla Ish Valoy Laisha. And the Mandama that says Loyla Ish Valoy Laisha is Lay Takana Susha. He holds up the Takana Susha. And being that he holds up the Takana Susha, so therefore in this case, it's Kinya Pairs, Kinya Naguf. Not mamish, because then she would be right to the shame, the iron of the ish. But there's no real owner here. And because there's no real owner, so therefore, the halacha is that she's not going to go free for anybody. Right, Rashi. Hilkach mishum ish loy nafki doloy kamilei legufayu mamish. Because all he has is a Kenyan Paris, and really Kenyan Paris is after Kenyan Agov Tommy. So again, Rashi is struggling to understand why Loyla is for Loyla Isha. But if Kenyan Paris is after Kenyan Agov Tommy, and there's no such thing as Takana Sushis, it's very good. She's here to shame the iron of the Isha. If, however, there's a Takana Sushis, so that would explain why it would be Loyla Ish for Loyla Isha. So the Gemara says, at first glance, wouldn't it seem very glad to say, that the Takonas Usha is a Machloik, some of the Mars has lied. The Kuliyama is a Takonas Usha. Everybody holds up the Takonas Usha. Hello. So, what then was the answer to reconcile the contradiction, the very blatant contradiction between these two? Braises, Kan Kaitim Takono, Kan Acha Takono. The Braises that says she's Yoitza, that he's Yoitza, the Shangayan of the Isha is talking about fire the Takonas Usha. It's a classic, can you pay us off, can you not I mean, the Braises that says that. That's going to the Akhatakana Susha. If you say, or you could say, either the Akhatakana, they're both going to the Akhatakana Susha. And there is Takana Susha. So, what then is Pshad in the Mandama that holds the Ishabalish, right? If everyone holds of the Takana Susha, and it's the Akhatakana Susha, so what would be Pshad in the Mandama that says the Isha? My time of Kiddir Rafa. Pshad is like Rava said, Amar Rava, Rava said, Hektish, Chomitz. Another huge line in today's time. So what's this line? This line's talking about where you had a lawyer. Somebody borrowed money from somebody else and they designated a piece of collateral. An apoytiki, right? This is where I'm going to pay back the loan. Okay, so the Malva has a right to go and take this as payment for his loan. What would be if the lawyer makes it hectish? Or it was chavitz, right? The apoytiki was a bagel and now it's overall of Pesach. Or it was an Ebed Kanani, he was Meshachar. So Hektish Chomitz Veshechar is Mafkiyin Midei Shibot. It's Mafkiyah Shibot. So the Gemara says, Gewaldik. The Braise that says that the Ebed, is Yoytza B'Shem V'Ayin the Isha, holds of the Takana Susha. But all the Takana Susha really is, is a Shibot that the husband has in something that's really hers. And remember, can you pay yourself, can you not go to him? She's really the owner. Norvos Er Shibot. So this Evet, which is the Nechsam Aluk, is Meshubah to the husband. When he knocks out the Sheva Ayin, it's Shechur. Hek Tishcham, it's Veshechur. Mafkiyin, Midei Shibud, and that's why the Evet goes free. So it's true. She could be Meshachar, the Evet, Veshechur, Ayin. What do you mean? It should be Loi Lish for Loi Lisha. Ehot HaChashibud. The Territ says, because Hek Tishcham, it's Veshechur, Mafkiyin, Midei Shibud. So the Bryson that says that she's the Yitz Veshechur, the Ayin of the Isha, is based on this Allah. So the Gemara says, Meridik, what a follow-up. Later, the Rabbit so that means the price that it says loy lish for loy lish doesn't hold hektish chametz v'shicher mafkim v'deishibur. You mean to tell me that Rava's din of hektish chametz v'shicher is totally the machlekes between these two brayes? The price that it says yoytz v'shem v'ayin v'deishibur holds shicher mafkim v'deishibur, and the price that says loy lish for loy lish holds not that way. Something more says loy. Another classic line. The 
Everybody holds a rabbah. This is different. The classic halacha of rabbah was talking about a regular balchay with somebody borrowed money from somebody. This chayv is a little bit different. This is a husband and a wife. And the sheba that a baal has is almur It's a more festive sheba. The Gemara says it's throughout chas and almur Over here it's going to be the fiba. You say the Gemara says I can tell you a whole different halach as it relates to the steer between these two brises. Again, one brise says that if you have abdim alug, then the evidence is the of shame the ayin of the isha. Another brise says the evidence is the of shame the ayin of nobody, not the isha, not the isha. So we had a whole bunch of possibilities of what might be going on over here. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you another possibility. The kuli amaleslu. Nobody holds a Takana Sushra. What then is going on? They're arguing in the Mount Lake is Kinya Paris, Kinya Gufta. Meaning, we took for granted everybody holds Kinya Paris, like Rish Lakish. But is it Mochach? No. Maybe really what's going on here is the Machloikis of Kinya Paris, Kinya Gufta. And the Gemara says, And the truth is, Kinya Paris, Kinya Gufta, which we thought was Machloikis, Rabbi Yechon, and Rish Lakish, really. Is a machloikis that predates the Amoriram. It's a machloikis tanam, the tandy we learned to the Brysa. And as we'll see, this Brysa is actually talking about a very similar case to what these Brysas that we're discussing right now are. If somebody has an Evid and he sells it to somebody, so person has an Evid Kanani and Hotis Fakoyft. And he made an arrangement with him. Meaning, I am selling it to you, but at the same time, I want to keep it for another 30 days. So for the next 30 days, I still want it to work for me. Afterwards, it's going to belong to you. So from a Kenyan Paris, Kenyan good vernacular perspective, the Meicher owns the Kenyan Paris for the next 30 days, and the Lekech owns the Kenyan Agur. Remember, a mayor says, Rishoy, Yeshnoi bedin yoim oyoimayim, bibneishahu tachtav. The Meicher, the first person that owned it, he has the din Yoim Oyoimayim. And the reason is because it's in his possession. So what's the din of Yoim Oyoimayim? It's a Pasuk in the Torah. The Pasuk says, V'chiyaki ishes avdoi oyasamosei v'ashev. Umeiz tachas yodav. Nokoi minokim. If a person kills his Evet Kanani, nokoi minokim. Right, if somebody kills a Evet Kanani, it's chayv misa. But if a person kills somebody else's Evet Kanani, so then the Torah says, nokoi minokim. What did the fine print? Next passage. If he gets up in the next day or two days, now which one is it? A day or two days? So Rashi says it's Meisle, right? It's a Yoim, that's like your man. But the point is that if Meisle ace, he dies, then you're on the hook. But otherwise, you're going to be, it's a tremendous cooler for someone that's Maka, his own Evet Kanani. So it says, Rameyer in this Braiso, that if somebody sold an Evet Kanani and he's retaining the Kenyan Peiros, he who has the Kenyan Peiros is the owner of the Eved Kanani as it relates to the Din Yoimo Yemai. What's the reason? Because he holds Kenyan Peiros, Kenyan Agrof Dami. I mean that he owns the Kenyan Peiros, so he's the real one. Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Huda holds Shane Yeshnev Din Yoimo Yemai. It's the second guy that's subject to Yoimo Yemai, but nature who casts by. The reason is because he owns the Gulf. Kosovar, Kenyan Peiros, love Kenyan Agrof Dami. He owns Kenyan Peiros, says, love Kenyan Agrof Dami. So whoever owns the Gulf, he's the one that has the Din Yoimo Yemai. The other person is a regular Ritzach if he kills him. Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yossi says, Shneem Yeshnev Din Yoimo Yemai. They both have yoim or yomai. Zem ipnei shehu tachtov, v'zem ipnei shehu kaspoi. They're both going to have it. One because it's tachtov, and the other one is because it's kaspoi. Now, does he hold kinyan peris kinyan agof dami, or does he not hold something? Mars is masaf. Because if Yosef was masopic, whether kinyan peris is kinyan agof dami, I love kinyan agof dami. And being that it's a suffix, so each one of these guys might be subject to the laws of yoim or yomai, and being that each one might have yoim or yomai, 
both of them can't be killed if this Evan lives more than a Yoma Yemaim because it's a Suffolk Nefashis, the Suffolk Nefashis, Rabbi Lazar, that's the right Gersoim there, he's the fourth Shittah, he holds Shneim Einan Bidin Yoma Yemaim. They both don't have the Din Yoma Yemaim, there's only four Shittahs, Zelafisha Einan Tachtov, the Zelafisha Einan Kaspoi. This one because it's not Tachtov, and this one because it's not Kai. He doesn't own the Guf, and this person doesn't own the Pace. I'm a Rabbi, Rabbi said, My time to Rabbi Lazar. What's Shneim Rabbi Lazar? I'm a Kra. It's because the Possum says, Ki Kaspoi who? It says it in the Possum of Yoma Yemaim. And being that it's not meyuchetim, so therefore he's not going to. But the bottom line is, what do you see from all this? You see that zamachloik is in chas. Whether king paris king aguftami, king paris love king aguftami. Thus, could be the machloik is between these two brayses is not takana sushes, it's not far the takana, it's not noch the takana. It's not the rovers halacha of amur abanu l'shibud the baal hektish chamas v'shir mafkibi the shibud. It could be posh the machloik is is the old fashioned machloik is king paris king. At this point, we might as well finish the Gemara. According to which Tana is Amemar's halacha being said? A man and a woman that sold Nechzimavog, doesn't work. Now, till now, we're talking about the man selling, I mean, sorry, the woman selling the Nechzimavog, the husband, could he sell, right? Who's the Bailam? Is it the king of Paris? Is it the king of Nagov? Amemer had a case where it seems like everyone's getting along. The man and the woman together, with Shutfis, they both signed off on it, snowed the Laksim alone. It doesn't work. Why? So that's a Chiddush. You have the Kenyan Paris, and you have the Kenyan Agof. So why would that not work? So says the Gemara, must be Kiman Kirabalazar. It must be going according to Rabalazar. Rabalazar said that. In a situation of one person owning the Kenyan Paris and the other person owning the Kenyan Agof, it's not Kaspoy of anybody. Kaspoy means Kaspoy Amiyuchadloy, and this is not Kaspoy Amiyuchadloy of anybody. So it's for that reason that in a situation like this, nobody would be able to sell it. Now, Rashi is Myrich a little bit, he talks a little bit about this Rashi. I mean, every Shutfis is the same way, right? Why is every Shutfis not that? Two partners that own something, could they sell it together? Of course they could sell it together. As long as they both sell it, they could sell it. Right? One shot can't sell it, the other shot but if they sell it together, it's fine. And there's never a problem. So Rashi says, now what's unique about the Kenyan Paris is, over here, you only have in the Guf and you only have in the Paris. A regular shot is they both have in the Guf, they both have in the Paris. What the Amemer saw in Rabbi Loza's halacha is, is that if one person owns the Guf and one person owns the cast and one person owns the Paris, nobody can be called Kaspoy. If nobody can be called Kaspoy, nobody is a Bailam. And like this, nobody would be able to sell it. And a name is must be going according to Rabbi. Who is the town of the following price? If someone is a or if you have an Ebed that belongs to two So the Allah is that in the event that someone, the other was Mak Shein the Ayin, or any one of the Chav Dalad Rashi Evarim, so the Allah is they don't go free. You want to know the time that this Braise is that a Chatsi of a Chatsi of can never go free. The shame of Ayan. Or Ebed Shal Shem Shutvin is going quite to Rabbi Lazar. Didn't Rabbi Lazar say Kaspoy Hame Yuchidai? That Kaspoy has to be Yuchidai, thus there's no Dunyami Yamai. Hachanami Avdoi, it says the word Avdoi, and Avdoi means Hame Yuchidai. 
Where does it say avdoi? The chiyake ish has ain avdoi. Oh yes, ain amosai. I mean that it has to be meyuchadoi. Over here, it's not going to be meyuchadoi. Freight toisvus. The last toisvus in the sugya. Last toisvus on that tzaddik coming out. One second. I don't hear this susa sushdal so much because. When Rabbi Loza said Kaspe Amayuchadloi, he wasn't coming to say that when you have two partners, there's no Kaspe Amayuchadloi. Between the two of them, Avada, there's a Kaspe Amayuchadloi. What he meant to say was, is that when you have a Shutfis of Kenyan Paris to one person and Kenyan Aguf to the other person, then nobody has Kaspe. Right? What was Amayimah Zalacha? Amayimah said, Ish, 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 Shemach, Menach, Sevulug, Layasav, Lekul. Avada, two Shutfin are able to sell. So Rashi had a whole Shlekotair, because two Shutfin, each person has in everything. Over here, not each person has in anything. The side of Rabbi Loza's Allah of Kasbah Miyuchadloi is where I have the Kenyan Paris and you have the Kenyan Agof. So no one has the Kasbah Miyuchadloi. Now, Rabbi Mordechai told Ravashi, Rabbi is telling to a Braisa that talks about a Chatsi Evet Chatsi Ben Chayre and is talking about an Evet Shal Shnei Shutfin to Rabbi Loza's Allah. Why would the Chatsi Evet Chatsi Ben Chayre and the Evet Shal Shnei Shutfin be a Tzushta? It's Toysvis Kasha on the bottom of the Yomit. Tyson says a teretz. I think we could stop here.